This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Improve your health and well-being the natural way with The Medicine Man, next on Plains FM. Good morning, everybody. This is Mike McCammon, the Medicine Man. I'm back. Hard to believe, isn't it? I'm back. So if um, if you want to hear part two of building an invincible immune system, then uh, go grab your mates, uh, get a cup of tea, you know, a cup of coffee. Coffee's good for you, you know. Drink a glass of water, whatever, and, and settle down and have a listen to some practical information on how to build an invincible immunity. I'm serious. I'm really serious. Okay, so we'll see you after this little song.
Hello, so uh, this is me, Michael McCammon, Medicine Man, and we're talking about uh, how to build an immune system again. So this is part two. So you've heard my other talk probably, and hopefully you've put a few little things in place. But uh, the message today is what a wonderful world we actually live in because everything around you is, believe it or not, here to support you. Now, this may not feel like that at this time in our history because we are, when one could argue, in a pretty tricky period of time, uh, you know, with... Um, yeah, we've got uh, a big threat, haven't we? But I want to sort of look at the other side of it, and I want to tell you something. I want to tell you the good news today that, you know, you when you come into the world, you know, you you um, the first thing you're doing is you're breathing, and every time you're breathing, you're creating um, more immune cells. You know, so we've got this very thin blue line around the planet, and this blue line is um, everybody's birth rate. As long as you're breathing, you've got a good start in life. So um, the first thing I'd like you to think about is to start breathing properly because one thing I notice in my practice is always look at how people breathe and people that are, are ill, almost invariably they're very shallow breathers. And so we give them little exercises on how to breathe properly and it's just astonishing what happens. The colour comes back in their, their faces and um, with a breathing exercise you can actually get a lot more um, strength and energy but also every time you breathe properly you can um, see a difference in the live blood analysis because that's part of what I do with some patients is have a look at what their blood's doing. So if you have good oxygenated blood, it looks um, great when you see it in live blood in a, on a microscope. And we can see all the white blood cells, and particularly, I'm, I'm particularly interested in the T cells, the ones that actually kill viruses. And so we have this thing called an immune system, and everything around us is there to support this immune system. And uh, nature actually knows best. Nature knows a lot. So nature tends to get rid of the weak. And you don't want to be weak, do you? So apart from the breathing, is, um, you know, you can, there's lots of YouTube you can look up on how to breathe properly, and perhaps I'll spend one talk on some very simple ways on how to breathe properly. But the next thing is water, clean water. And we need 1.5, that's one and a half litres for the average adult of water every day, and that flushes the toxic waste out of our system. And so many people don't drink enough water. But water will also help your immune system. These are very simple principles. Just drink one and a half litres of water a day. And if you're really keen, what about getting some minerals in that water? So take a can of um, coconut water every day and get that potassium in there because the coconut water is rich in potassium and potassium helps the strength of the inside integrity of cells and potassium is also part of the whole energy cycle. So the next thing is sunlight and I'm suggesting that uh, just 10 minutes a day of sun can give you that, help you get enough vitamin D, and that's the active form of vitamin D, D3. And D3 is really important for white blood cell activity. So just by deep breathing, drinking plenty of water, and getting sunlight can actually increase your immune immune system, can increase your white blood cells. They can actually get from 10,000 um, white blood cells in, your, in one drop of blood, you can actually get up to 30,000 white blood cells that fight viruses, bacteria, um, parasites, um, and clean up your body. So in, in, in a normal savannah, there's always... I'm trying to use an analogy there so you can really get this, how there's a war going on all the time in your bloodstream. 
And we have the gazelles in the, in the savannah, you know, and we have the lions and the leopards and the hyenas. And, of course, the predators are always in the minority. And that's what, when we look at the blood, we see all these millions, actually, of red blood cells carrying oxygen to every cell in the body, which is all about life. And as you breathe deeper, those cells will pick up the oxygen and they're going to carry it around. And then they go and go and get some more. They go back to the lungs. They're going to pick up more oxygen. They're going to deliver it to the cell and so on. And that includes your brain. Um, and so your immunity is going up as you're, as you're doing these things. And, of course, the next thing is just move your body, just move around. Now, you don't really have to be on a treadmill all the time unless that's your bent because, you see, we've got seven different body types. We've got ectomorphs, we've got mesomorphs, we've got endomorphs. We've got all sorts of different, and you've got to find what exercise suits you the best. Some people, they just need yoga, gentle exercise. Other people, maybe a bit like type A behaviours, they, they really need to burn off all that excess uh, stress and you need to work hard, you know. So some people are runners, some people are athletes. And some people like gentle exercises like like yoga, but then there's also tai chi and all things like that. So you find what makes you comfortable and take yourself to that edge. So just moving a bit. Um, and the next thing that's um, for you, for your immune system, is what you eat, funnily enough. Now, this one's a no-brainer because, you know, we've all seen that um, that uh, movie where, where somebody ate McDonald's for how, how many weeks, I don't know, and they, they had to stop the... They had to stop the experiment because he got so sick. <laughs> now, if you really want to give yourself a really a terrible immune system and get really, really crook, just keep just eat some junk food, you know. <laughs> Isn't it strange that after the lockdown, <laughs> so many people queued up at McDonald's? Now, you know, at McDonald's is a treat, but if you're having junk food all the time, and uh, the worst thing, of course, is our sugar. You know, sugar depletes our immune system because what happens when you eat lots of um, sugar and carbohydrates and things full of chemicals is it makes your internal workings very acidic, particularly body tissues become extremely acidic. And viruses and bacteria and parasites love an acid medium. Uh, so what I'm suggesting is that uh, one of the best medicines in the world is food. Food is your best medicine. And of those foods, you've got onions, you've got garlic full of sulfur. Um, and then, of course, you've got the next thing, which is herbal medicine, which is still food. So herbs is food, but the difference with, her with herbs is unlike a cabbage, which never, didn't used to look like a cabbage, it's hybridized. And cabbages, of course, are fantastic medicine. They're even great for ulcers. But um, with herbs, they're unhybridized. They're the same today as they've been thousands, perhaps millions of years ago. So when you go and pick some sage, it, it, it's, it's the same plant. It's millions of years old, and it's concentrated nutrition, and it's got all these active um, medicinal properties in there. So a cup of sage tea actually can stimulate your immunity. Um, but with some of my best best herbs, really, I'd, I'd like to, to read a few or to talk about a few Actual herbs that are in the herbal world as a medical herbalist. I'm a registered medical herbalist. I'd just like to talk to you about a few herbs. There's thousands of them. That, there might be a million, but there's thousands of them that are actually classed medicinally as antiviral herbs, antiviral properties. And the first one is uh, calendula marigold that grows in your garden. The flowers and the leaves is you just pop a leaf and a flower in a cup of um, hot water 
and you can pop a little bit of manuka honey in there if you want, but just infuse it and drink that calendula, and it is a powerful stimulant for your immune system. I might add that if you get any cut or scratch, you could put that tea on a cut and scratch, and it's a beautiful antiseptic, but it's an antiviral. It's got antiviral properties. So the next one is elderberry. You can get some elderberry syrup. That's um, quite common. And um, there's green tea, and there's lemon balm. Now, my lemon balm's going nuts, so... Pop into the, um, into the nursery and get yourself a little plant of lemon balm. And if you pop it in the garden now, and you make sure you give it lots of water, loves a nice sunny place in the garden, but it will do, it'll do okay in a not-so-sunny place too. But um, it'll go mad and you have a few leaves of lemon balm every day. It's a powerful antiviral. It even helps people with herpes infections and things like that. So that's, that's some of the things that you can do just simply. And I've also mentioned, I think, before, um, the, the the common things in your kitchen um, are also immunostimulants and and um, they um, what are they ginger ginger cinnamon black pepper I've already talked about that but there is one medicine that you can make when the walnut trees come on and you get these green walnuts um, and what you do is you get some vodka which is about forty percent proof. And you um, fill a jar up with, or almost fill a jar up with the green walnuts, right? It's not quite ready yet, but when you get the green walnuts, well, you don't want them going black, but it's the green skin of the walnut. You fill a big jam jar with the walnuts, and then you cover that with vodka and put the lid on, and you shake it every day for about three months, and it will go black. And you take a tablespoon of that every day, and it's a powerful antiparasitic immunostimulant and antibacterial. It's a powerful, powerful thing that you could actually take a tablespoon of that, adults, a tablespoon of that black walnut tincture. So it's easy to make herbal remedies, um, especially the simple ones like that. So you can make your own black walnut tincture. Um, but we're wondering, you know, what's the simple thing? Because there's so much information about now. So how do you know when you've got low immunity? Well, some people think it's because I've got a flu or a cold or I'm getting sick all the time, but that's not necessarily indicates you've got low immunity. Sometimes it's actually an indication that you've got good immunity. You know, the worst thing for me when, when, when a patient comes in and they've got a dry cough, I'm going to try and make that dry cough a wet cough because what it means is a lot of mucus in the body that's dry and won't come out. So I'll give stimulating herbs and, and expectorant herbs, what we call expectorants, which liquefies the mucus that's stuck in the lungs. And then they'll get a runny nose. They'll, they'll um, probably go to the toilet a lot more and um, they'll get a cold. And it's not getting worse. They're actually getting better. So that's something to remember, that it's not always easy to know if you're, you know, if you're getting sick all the time that you have got. Well, I would not say you're getting sick all the time. Obviously, you've got immune problems. But let's have some of the things that, that will, you know, so you can ask yourself and have a look. How is your immune system? Well, first of all, um, just by the general look of someone, whether your eyes uh, have got a kind of a liquid look to them, a shine to them, that's one way of knowing, um, is, is the luster in the eye, the luster. And so when you see someone with a lack of luster in the eyes, that's a clue that the immune system may be a little bit below par. Um, the other one is the skin. Um, there's a type of a shine on the skin that we call OJAS, and it's the finest that organic material can become before it's invisible. 
That's the best way that I can um, describe it. It's just the glow of health, and you'll see that in healthy babies. They have this, it's almost like an oily thing on their skin, but they shine, and that is the sign of a healthy immune system is how the skin looks. So when the skin is dry and cracked or you've got atopic conditions, it indicates there's some immune deficiency in there. To, to some degree, to whatever degree. The other thing is check your nails. Do they break? Do they split? Do you have white flecks? Um, simply speaking, it's actually a, a combination of mineral deficiencies, but the main one being zinc. And zinc is incredibly important for the health of the white blood cells. They need zinc to run properly. So um, if you've got zinc deficiency, then you need to re- replace it with zinc. Um and then if, if you do it right, within three months, that's 90 days, all those white flecks in the fingernails will disappear, which is what happens with my patients. If I see any sign of mineral deficiencies, I'll put them on a mineral formula and all those white flecks will disappear. The cracks in their tongues will go away. Their skin will start to shine and they'll get that luster back in the eyes. So without the full mineral saturation, the vitamins don't work correctly. And this is the important thing. of take. If you're taking vitamins and you've got a mineral deficiency, those vitamins are being wasted. It's really expensive urine. Uh, But once you have mineral deficiencies, and if you don't, you do this concurrently, the most important vitamin at this time, although I've said it for the last 40 years, um, is cod liver oil. (laughs) Good old-fashioned cod liver oil. And I remember as a kid lining up at the kitchen bench with my two brothers, having to take this horrible fishy stuff, you know, then mum changed it to what we call halibut liver oil and it was a tablet and it was suckable and it was orange and it was sort of reasonably pleasant but we all had to to line up at the kitchen every day, particularly during winter and have our cod liver oil and um, I I have a lot to thank for my mum with because she was my first naturopathic practitioner that taught me a lot, you know, and I learnt learnt about the value of sardines as well and, you know, good home-cooked meals and my dad was a really good gardener so I was very very lucky as a kid the three of us were brought up you know in some ways we were just naturally organic Um, so cod liver oil would be a good thing to take um, for a child a teaspoon a day for an adult a good tablespoon a day of cod liver oil and um, you could also make your own black walnut tincture. You could do that too and take a tablespoon of that a day because it helps to knock out parasites viruses and um Bacteria. Uh, the other thing is a really good mineral formula, and I'm not going to get here and tell you the best one because it's really an individual thing. You know, I like to to see people before I recommend what mineral formula, and it's got to be one that's absorbable. Please do not take calcium tablets. Please, 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 please do not take calcium tablets, no matter what. Do not take calcium tablets because um, both marine calcium and the calcium from bones has excess lead, and that's what you don't want. And if you think when you're taking a calcium tablet, you're getting calcium, you're not even getting calcium, you're actually getting the opposite. It will deplete your body of calcium. If you want calcium, you need vitamin D, you need cod liver oil, and you need um, the other minerals to go with it, which is silica and and uh, magnesium. So the thing about um, minerals and the thing about all these these things, it's very complex. It's not complicated when you really, you know, um, when you know what you're doing, but uh, you can easily put yourself wrong. So I am suggesting that you see a professional, although the simple things that I'm saying here here is anyone can follow and here's the thing the first rule is for a, a, a health practitioner is first do no harm 
And uh, in the history of this country, there's not been a single fatality from herbal medicine. Not one single person has come to grief and died on a herbal medicine. The worst that can happen is maybe a skin rash if you're allergic to something in the plant material or... Um, you get diarrhea. <laughs> and uh, that's the wonderful thing I love about herbal medicine. And this is not to say that other medicines are no good. I'm not saying that. No, I don't want you to get me wrong. I'm not actually um, necessarily an anti, anti-vaxxer. Um, and, and I'm not necessarily against any of the, the things that are going on at the moment. I think it's all good. But what I think is the lack of knowledge or the lack of information, we're just not getting enough information about the other things we can do to build our immunity. Now, what happens if we put these two things together, we're going to have miracles, aren't we? We're going to have miracles and we're going to save the country an awful lot of money because the thing about it is when you when you learn about herbal medicine, you learn about nutrition, you're actually really taking responsibility. You really are. And try to be patient with those people that don't believe in vaccinations. Try to be patient. And uh, last but not least, it's a good idea to use a herbal tonic. And I'm suggesting that you get one that a a herbalist is actually designed for you specifically because here's the thing that's really not well understood or well um, uh, taught is that no one size fits all really. I mean, in some ways you can say yes, but a lot of the times it's um, what's good for you it may not be good for another person. So there is a particular formula, I just call it blood purifying tonic, that does work for everybody. One size fits all there. But oftentimes um, when a person sees me, I will give a very specific because, a specific formulation. And some people may need lots of echinacea, which is an immunostimulant uh, herb. And other people might need astragalus, which is another different sort of um, immunostimulant and astragalus or some people call it astragalus but I like to call it astragalus because it sounds better Um, astragalus specifically works on T-cells and remember T-cells are those cells that just really um, attack viruses and so what a T-cell will do if it recognises one of your own cells and is affected by a virus it will attack that cell now it'll be called an autoimmune disease but it's not it's not an autoimmune disease it's silly it's a silly thing to think about an auto- there's no such thing as autoimmune diseases the only reason that, uh, that a white blood cell is attacking one of your own cells is because that cell is actually deficient in some way there's a problem with it you know the body does not attack itself this is a really silly idea and I'm sorry to say but it's a very silly idea the body has infinite wisdom um, uh, nature knows best always knows best now this is the thing with um, nature has always culled the weak and the, the responsibility as a human being is basically to make sure that um, you look after yourself and you eat every day the right things. You, you, do, you breathe, um, deep breathing, practice your deep breathing, drink the water, have the sunlight, um, eat good food and also I believe in taking herbal medicine and um, I'm 70 now and I feel absolutely fantastic. So for someone who used to have uh, multiple sclerosis and used to be terribly sick with bronchial diseases, uh, bronchial issues, um, I have to say that I feel absolutely fantastic and I can personally say that herbs have saved my life and I've been in practice now 40 years and I can say um, the thousands of people I've seen have also seen it. So there's something about experience. It means something, hopefully. All right. Um, So I'd like to summarize and say basically there are four golden rules. First of all, stop putting poisons in your body. Second, remember nothing heals in less than three months. Thirdly, You need seven to ten times as much nutrition to heal than it takes to maintain. That's what supplements are about. That's why we use them, because it takes seven to ten times as much nutrition. 
as it takes to maintain health. And four, sometimes you have to get sick before you get well, and that's an important thing. That sickness is not always a negative thing. Sometimes sickness is giving you a message. And uh, anything that happens in the body that you're not liking, listen to what it's telling you. So it's lovely to talk to you today. I hope there's some practical things. If there's one little point you can take today, then I've done my job. And um, so this is Mike McCammon. I'm a medical um, herbalist, registered medical herbalist. I'm a naturopath. And uh, if you want to know more, you can always go onto my website, www.nzherbal.com or call us on 03 332 1786. Have a great day. Be good to everybody. Bye-bye.